I'm Margaret Feinberg, and this is the Joycast. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Joycast, the hap, hap, happiest half hour of your week. As always, I'm your host, Margaret Feinberg, and we have been lighting up the grill at our house almost every night. And what are we roasting? All kinds of vegetables, those summer squash and zucchini, mushrooms, onions, and many more. I love summer, and I hope you're enjoying all the incredible vegetables that come around this time of year, too. Well, I need to be honest with you. I am feeling led to take a break from the podcast for the next eight weeks in order to recharge, refresh, and lean into the new work that God is doing in my life. As I shared in earlier episodes, I prayed a very dangerous prayer this year. I said, Holy Spirit, I want all of you. And that prayer has wrecked and ruined my life in the most stunning ways. I'm not ready to talk about it in detail yet, but I sense the Spirit stirring me to step into something new that is really big and really brave something that I have never done before, something that terrifies me a little. Well, okay, a lot. So I'm simply asking you at this point, will you pray for me? During the next eight weeks and beyond, will you pray for God's power, direction, and leading as I take this step of courageous faith? In your prayer journals, if you keep them, or maybe you have a little sticky note that you keep on your fridge where you simply write the words, God, do a new work in and through my friend Margaret. That would mean the world to me because I know in what I'm called to do, I will live, breathe, and survive on your prayers. And when the day comes, oh friends, and it is, I can't wait to tell you about it. Well, Over the course of the last six months on the Joycast, we have had an incredible time with our guests. We had Christine Kane talking about what happens when the Holy Spirit pulls up a chair at your table. Michelle Cushat had one of the most popular podcast discussions as we talked about how to overcome shame, the shame she and I both feel in our bodies after battling cancer and the deep scars left behind. But not just shame in our physical bodies, but in everyday life. Because in some ways, all of us have places where we can't, we can't hide our weaknesses. Then Jamie and Ivy and I, oh, we had a remarkable discussion about the secret to vulnerability. Christine Schell and I from the turquoise table, we talked about what it means to become front yard people. And for those of us who maybe we don't want to open up our homes, we still may be able to get an old picnic table, spray it with some turquoise paint or any color you like, and begin putting it out in our yards or in our neighborhoods and looking for places where we can meet and greet those who live among us to love our neighbors better. And Jennifer Rothschild and I discussed, how do you live when all the lights in life go out? There have been so many other incredible guests and discussions over the last six months. 
And so if you are looking for strategies, practical tips, and insights on how to taste and see God's goodness every day and help others to taste and see that goodness too, there are so many episodes on the JoyCast to encourage and equip you. And maybe if you've missed an episode, go back and take a listen. You will love it. I promise. Before we dive deeper into today's episode, I'd like to give a big shout out of thanks to the sponsor of this week's episode. That's the Fab Fit Fun Box. And maybe if you've never heard of it, it's a seasonal lifestyle beauty box that retails for $49.99, but usually contains over $200 in amazing products from brands like Tarte, Anthropology, Glam Glow, Free People, and many more. Now, as a listener to the Joycast, you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. So please check out the sponsor of today's episode. Go to www.fabfitfun.com and use the code Joycast. If you love full size beauty and fashion products like I do, you are going to love it. Thank you, FabFitFun, for sponsoring this episode of the Joycast. Well, those of you who have been listening know that we have been in a series where we've been spending six Joycast episodes diving into the taste and see, discovering God among butchers, bakers, and fresh food makers book and Bible study. And what an incredible journey it's been. I've been inviting you to take a fresh look at scripture, to dive in and look at the Bible, perhaps like you've never seen it before, to take a culinary pilgrimage through the scripture. You know that if you start to look for food in the Bible, you will discover that it pops and sizzles on almost every page. From the opening of Genesis, where we see God planting the fruits and vegetables and the animals in the garden, all the way to the closing of Revelation, where we receive the invitation of Christ, that he stands at the door of our hearts and he knocks. And what does he want to do? Does he want to come in for a repo or a renovation? No, no, no. He just wants to come in to sup, to dine with us. And then when this big whole shindig goes down, we discover that the celebration will take place around a centerpiece of God, where it is the marriage supper of the Lamb, the biggest, baddest, best banquet of all time. And when you start to look for food in the Bible, you will recognize it on almost every single page. And so in the first episodes where we started zeroing in on the Taste and See study, we talked about hospitality with Sarah Harmeyer and then learned about figs from one of the nation's premier fruit farmers. Next, we dove into ancient grains with a head of the Divinity School at Yale, Andrew McGowan. Then you heard from Neil Bouchard, who has spent his life working in a salt mine in order to understand the many mentions of salt in the Bible. Next, we spent time exploring olive picking in Croatia as we studied the healing properties of olive oil and, more importantly, the healing that God wants to do in you and I. I mean, you guys have been incredible along this journey. You have sent in the photos of your groups, of your matzah making and baking, of your celebratory gatherings, not just throughout the United States, but around the world. Wow, wow, wow. You have taken my breath away. Well, 
in this last episode that's tied to the Taste and See online summer study, I just wanted to take a minute to talk about the power of prayer when it comes to gathering around a table. You see, for most of my life, we've had people over. I grew up in a family where it was common for us to invite people over to dinner. My mom, she was the queen of a 20-minute meal. She could literally open the freezer, open the refrigerator, pull out her her crock pot or, or even her pressure cooker, which today we would probably call it something of an Instapot, and she would throw a dish together in no time. And people would come over and eat, and they would share of them, themselves and share of their lives. Well, that wasn't just true when I grew up, but it's also been true in my relationship with Leif. People often ask us, what, what are your hobbies? What do you love to do? And Leif, he loves swimming. And in fact, he's going to go and swim uh, Alcatraz soon. And we're so excited for that. This will be his fifth time swimming from Alcatraz back to the shores of San Francisco. And for me, I love hiking and walking and all things outdoors. But as a couple, when people ask us, well, what do you like to do together? Truly, we love to be with people. We love to share a meal. We love to light up the grill, sit on the deck, overlook the mountains, barbecue something, smoke meat, and simply eat and be together. But maybe you've noticed something that I've noticed, and that is simply that some nights, some gatherings, well, they're just better than others. And what I mean by that is it's I'm not talking about the food or who is there, but there are certain evenings, certain meals that afterwards, I don't know about you, but I feel so full, not just from the food, but from the conversation, the connection, as if God himself had graced our table. Well, it wasn't until the writing of Taste and See that I discovered the importance and the crucial nature of prayer when it comes to having those meals, those gatherings, those evenings. I discovered that in becoming more intentional and becoming more thoughtful about what happens before people come over, I started shifting my focus from the preparation of the meal meal or the food, even even if it was one of those 20-minute meals. And and that idea of, of stressing out about making the house perfectly clean or the kitchen perfectly straight or emptying the dishwasher before people come over and really starting to focus on the prayer asking the Holy Spirit early in the day or maybe even a few days before when when the invitation or that, that meal got on the calendar and just asking the Holy Spirit, Father, at our time together with these people, no matter where they are on the spectrum of faith, would you show up in power and might? Asking God, God, would you reveal your heart and your healing power as we're together? You know what happened? As I began becoming more intentional about prayer for our gatherings with other people, those magical nights of deep connection, more than just talking about the weather and what's going on in our lives, but digging deeper into knowing and being known to to becoming more vulnerable, to entering that place where shame scurries away. That was no longer happening, maybe out of one out of 12 nights together. But suddenly it was happening eight or nine or 10 out of 12 nights together. Prayer is that powerful. You see, there is no table that you will find yourself at in which God does not want to pull up a chair. 
When the church was birthed, those early saints, they gathered around the table. They broke bread. They shared a meal. And God showed up in their midst. And I believe that he wants to do the same for you and for me. That was not something that once happened. That is something that God is still doing. He is waiting for you to cry out to him, to say in this meal, Holy Spirit, would you show up? Would you take our breath away with your might, your power, your healing presence? And you can pray that. You can ask that. Look at your calendar. Look at what's coming up this upcoming week. Who are you sharing meals with? You're going to share meals likely with some of your family members, perhaps your kids or your grandkids. Some of you are going to share meals with coworkers. You're going to share meals with neighbors. You may not even have it on your calendar and you're going to stumble into Starbucks or some other restaurant and you're going to start talking to the person next to you or near you. Or maybe it's even the wait staff who is serving you. But what if you began to pray now, Holy Spirit, show up, show up, surprise us, take our breath away. You see, when we start praying long before people gather around a table, what happens is there is this anticipation, this expectation that rises in our hearts, that there will be genuine transformation that will take place during that time around the table. There's something that happens that when we expect God, when we anticipate God, when we ask for God, the posture of our lives changes. What we see through our eyes, what we are sensitive in our hearts, it begins to shift. This is about recognizing that every bite, every shared meal, every past plate is a holy act, an invitation to God to show up in that minute, in that moment. Because eating together is so much more than simply satisfying hunger and quenching thirst. Mealtime brings us into communion with God and with one another. And so I want to share a prayer that's specific for your gatherings, for those times that that you are getting together with others, perhaps as you're setting your table in your own home. And you can find this prayer in the Taste and See Bible study. But right now, can I pray it over you? Creator God of all things delicious and nutritious, may we come into each other's presence and recognize you Oh, you are among us. May we crack open the hurts behind our smiles and have you feed the unspoken hungers deep within. May you break down our walls as we break our bread. May our hearts be filled as we fill our cups. May those who gather here today taste from the bread of life and drink from the living water. May we glimpse the Garden of Eden that was and the feast of the Lamb to come. May we taste and see your goodness, not just in the food we eat, but in the company we keep. God, pull up a chair. Eat with us today. Amen. Your every table, friends, it can be a grace place, a place where people encounter Christ.
And so through the Taste and See book and Bible study, if you have not picked up a copy, grab it. If you have a group that meets, maybe a bestie on the other side of the country, maybe a group of people who gather in your home, or maybe one that you have wanted to start, would you pick up a copy? Would you invite people into your home or into your Bible study or into your small group or into your community and invite them to encounter the richness of God and the wonder of who he is? Let's be honest. It can be scary to invite somebody who doesn't know God to a Bible study. I mean, who wants to do that? But to say, hey, do you want to come over and talk about food and spirituality? Man, Through this book and study, people are coming to know Christ. They're experiencing healing. They're coming back to church. They're coming back to God. For those of you who've been on this journey, I want to say thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you. Your love, your support, your passion of God, the way that you are demonstrating his love right where you are, it encourages me, it inspires me, and it calls me to a deeper love of Christ. Please, please pray. Pray for this new thing that Christ is doing in me. And each one of you, I love you so much. And I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Joycast. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to dive deeper into the unexpected joys awaiting you around your table, Check out my new book and Bible study, Taste and See, Discovering God Among Butchers, Bakers, and Fresh Food Makers. These resources will help you savor your life, nourish your friendships, and embark on your greatest faith adventure. You can purchase them at your favorite retailer or margaretfeinbergstore.com. If you do, reach out to me on social media or my website and let me know what you think. Until we meet again, bon appetit! and amen.